I have forgotten the last couple of weeks to do 30 seconds with Amy. Gee, have you now? <laughs> you sound real upset about I it. I was super, I sort of thought that you just decided this segment's not working. I'm going to turn my back and walk face forward into the sun. And I was not going to get in your way, baby. Fuck. I am no Icarus. I am not <laughs> looking <laughs> to, to accomplish that. Road Rage, The Olympics, and 30 Seconds of Amy. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. How are you, super exerciser? I'm so jealous of your life. Look at you. I think I just use all the keys when I sing. I think it's rude to I leave out keys. I think you should. You're so inclusive. Good morning. I am inclusive. Good morning, <laughs> Melissa. Good morning, Amy. I did work out this morning, hence the tell. tank top appearing thing. Oh, you're so glistening and hot looking. I got a text from our friend Erin that said, should we all do a ride together? I'm like... I, I don't do group exercise because uh, I don't know that I need it because on that sentence, but I don't do group exercise. I don't exercise for other people. I don't know how it's fun sweating with other people, comparing my progress with other people. What? I only compare me to me and what I did yesterday or the last time I did this ride, but this morning... I rode with three lovelies. I rode with Crit, Erin, and Carrie. We were all on our Peloton platform. I didn't realize that Carrie was a Pelonitarner. That's fantastic. Yeah. How was it? How was it overcoming this block in your, this mental and physical block? How was it? In true our group of friends uh, style, I didn't have to overcome it because <laughs> I got on when there were two minutes until the class starts. I was by myself until 30 seconds before the class started. And I was by myself on the leaderboard like that just tells you who's in the class the yes. entire ride because nobody picked it up when it started. I couldn't see anyone else on the board with me. But I saw when they joined. Erin woke up late. She had to feed the dog. This one did this, this one. So I just saw them pop in and I threw a high five and I just kept riding. It was a Madonna ride. That's why they chose this ride. It was oh, all Madonna songs. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Which which was fun. Which was, you know. I feel like that would be crazy motivating for me. And I would be incredibly more likely to participate. I have this weird anti-competition thing where I feed off the energy of team. I really love it when there's a whole bunch of other people there and it pushes me to do better and to strive to do my best, which has nothing to do because I with the participation of anybody else in the group. I'm not trying to do better than anyone else in the group and I really could I'm unaware that they're watching me, judging me, scrutinizing me, able to help me, you know, tips on form, just their presence there. Feeds I somehow you. feel, I somehow feel connected to my progress can only benefit or slow down the others. So I definitely want to do my best because I'm contributing to something larger than me. Like that's how I feel. You Even need a Peloton bike. To do. You need a it Peloton bike. You need a Peloton bike. 
Well, I feel like that wouldn't be the case with a bunch of strangers. Like I don't know. It would. I don't know. It's the instructors that that do it. It's not really the bunch of strangers, but they say, oh, community, community. I'm like, fuck the community. That's just, I'm putting that on a t-shirt, by the way. Fuck Perfect. the community. Um, I'm here for me and me alone. No, I, I just I like have to their- stop you right there. If you make a fuck the community t-shirt and I'm somehow connected to the, to the benefits of it, we will both be millionaires in a week. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'll start running Google ads. I will target Fox viewers. I mean, it, ha- it has great crossover potential because it's hilarious for us. Like, fuck the community. I love it. Because we're, we're sort of right. We're sort of sick of it, too. But also when you're all community, community, it's like, okay, for a second, just fuck the community just for a second. But then others are like, yeah. I've always thought that. I agree on the first right. Yes. So I, you have tapped into the ideal market. We're setting it up. We're super setting it up. I mean, this has the, this has the potential of those and t-shirts. The one where it's... Um, you know, Jackson and whomever right, and, you right. know, sadness and depression and anxiety right. and like they just put the ampersand in between and all the bold type. So this is an iconic fuck the community. This has got milk, baby. You just hit it. You hit the nail on the head. New beach house for you. Second one. No, this one's fine. Let's let's get into this one. Please, let's not jinx us. As this drops on Thursday, dear listener, cross fingers, toes, just don't cross your legs. Whatever you do, don't cross your legs. Um, for luck for us, because we're supposed to close tomorrow, meaning Friday. So, yeah, I'm a little nervous. I'm a lot nervous. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I don't know that it's going to happen. I have furniture being That's shipped nervous. from Michigan. I'm like, what could possibly be nerve wracking about it other than excitement that it's happening? But it's because it could potentially not happen. That's the correct. And I okay, have furniture sorry. coming and I have people coming to measure things. And, and we're we're already past closing day in our heads in planning because you have to be but the builder's not and the <laughs> bank is not and oh i love a punch list yeah oh yeah feels like you getting punched yep in my list mm, that felt good uh all over tv ending on the 20th uh would be the olympics are you watching the olympics this year <sighs> i keep trying i keep trying what is drawing you in and what is pushing you away the word Olympics is the only draw at this time because it is so completely not an Olympics. It is ridiculously sad and lame and Aww. depressing. It it's there's nothing there's nothing. I have been to teen sports with more pageantry, excitement, and it's not about COVID. It's not about the lack of of human interaction and engagement in the spectacle at the moment. It's really just about every, and I'm not super engaged in it, so it's kind of tough for me to be so harsh a critic. Every time that I watch it, it just seems like a super sad, imagined knockoff. Have you ever gone to a not Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey circus, a traveling circus? Sure. Have you ever gone to the circus sure. at all? Sure, before I knew to object, yes. Before you knew to object. Yeah. The same. Okay. And then there's these cir- traveling circuses, which are just... Sadness. They're circus adjacent. Sadness. And they're, it's just, it's all the worst parts and none of the reason to make you forget and overlook the worst parts that you're doing. So it's like, okay, let's just see people 
really abusing animals and being having no skill in an embarrassing situation. Like it's just you it's it's a train wreck that you don't even want can't you can turn away from. Like it's just the strange Like we have the fair that comes to town. There there are some big ones, <laughs> like big fairs, and then there are sure. the I think you can count on both hands the amount of teeth on every employee working here. Oh. And yeah, it's a tough one. So fair size, like uh, at least the fair has funnel cake and it has cotton candy, which by the way, now that you're a grown up, you can get that shit 12 months of the year. Thank you. Why, why does food like that? Although I have to say you cannot get, I guess you can, I just don't want to find the place or I have trouble. You cannot get deep fried Oreos all year everywhere. Like it has to be an event of an outdoor, like it has to be an event for that. But and if, I would venture to say a certain portion of the motivation to eat a deep fried Oreo mm. is the fact that they are only associated with standing outside somewhere, waiting in line Cold. to get a, a greasy paper tray from a truck, you know, giggling and laughing and all the thing. And yeah, it's it's part of fair in the same way that for me, call it and you know, a, an addiction, a, a flaw. With, I'm blanking on the words for all the psychoses that I have. When you go on a car trip, yeah, I automatically associate car trip with drive through fast food. And I look forward to it. And I think really? about it. Yes. Car trip. Look, I mean, a significant car trip. You're going to be in the car for multiple hours, if not a whole day. So I sort of put in my head the regional fast foods. I always think if there's a Dairy Queen, I'm getting Dairy Queen. I never eat Dairy Queen. We it's have gross. Dairy Queen here, and, and it's amazing, it. but I, I only get the ice cream. I mean, you get food food from no, Dairy no, Queen? No, 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 It's only the, no, you go in there. Blizzard. It, but you, you get, well, I don't get the blizzard. I go in there, and I get a specific Sunday. So that's the only thing that I get. And I Is wish it some the of them peanut butter parfait? I start with that, and then I concoct it. So really what I'm doing oh is, my God. remember, stop your face. What? You start with the peanut butter parfait, and what do you do yes. to it? Well, have you ever been to a place called Friendly's? Uh, uh, I grew up at Friendly's. Thank you. Thank you. So for those of us who know Friendly's, right, it was sort of a regional elevated Denny's that focused on the ice cream. Okay. But it's effectively that kind of a place. So that was our treat after swim meets and championships and everything. We would always go to Friendly's. Get a fribble. And they had, they had some kind of Sunday, the name of which I forget. And it was Reese's Pieces. A giant soup-sized tureen full of ice cream, yes? With the peanut butter yeah. sauce and the... Yeah, it's, it's like you Reese's would take... Pieces it, Sunday. It was like you would take an entire, like, half gallon of ice yes. cream, take the lid off, and then load on top. Like, that was your portion <laughs> that you got, right? So it had Reese's Pieces, yeah. but then yeah. they poured the hot peanut butter drip yeah. Yeah. and marshmallow yeah. and hot fudge yeah. and yeah. some other two or three other things, plus Reese's Pieces. Cream. Maybe it was a Reese's Pieces Sunday. So that's what I concoct when I because I just have that. That's Stewie's flavor favorite combo. too. So you can go to a Dairy Queen, yeah. and you it's the easiest way to do it is to start with their peanut buster parfait because it's got most of the stuff you want yeah. in it, and then you have them add two pumps of marshmallow cream and two pumps of hot fudge, and when they do all that stuff, it has that ooey gooey soft serve ice creamy thing, which is sort <sighs> of like 
the crazy creamiest. It's it's just so much better than actual ice cream because yeah. it's not even a food, yeah. right? It's like putting on a sweater. It's yeah. like, hmm, this is nice and wonderful. Tell What's me that? More. Tell me oh, more it's about going the ice cream. In. Yes. So you eat the whole thing yeah. and then you're so excited. And it's smaller so that you can actually so that you can actually eat the thing. And not have a diabetic coma when they you're did done. have a mini one. It was junior, a junior Reese's Pieces Sunday. That's well, what they I'm called not a it. Quitter, so I got the right size. Right, but to start. But after you eat it, here what I always do. It's a visual, and I apologize, your listener. I take my hands and I mm-hmm. put pull them in, and then I try to roll home because your arms are in the way of just being completely. <laughs> you round. look like that. You look like Augustus Gloop when he turns into a blueberry. If he's the one, no Violet. You're turned turning Violet. Violet. Yes, Violet, Violet when she turned into a blueberry and rolled away and needed to, to be milked room, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ugh, yes that's not good i'm here to tell you that associations matter so when i think about getting in a long car trip i automatically go to it's got to be drive through food for me even if it's gross and i, I am that. happy to have it out of my life i so i associate fair food with fair right so if i'm going to the fair i want to eat that weirdy food even though it makes your stomach upset. Well, that's the road trip in your for mouth. me. I cannot get in a car and eat anything out of paper because I know I'm going to have to shit it out in 38 minutes. Like it's not going to take very long to go right through me. So fast food for a car trip is you sitting in a parking lot of another fast food place waiting for me to lose my innards. Like that's not. What do you do? Is that when you activate Land Rover Center Console um, cooler filled with Grey Poupon and, you know, gold ingots like what do you eat when you're driving well after seeing you the last time I did I left Connecticut and I don't know maybe it was the quiche I ate that was a little too greasy for me and I opened up the center console refrigerator and I pulled out an emodium and I took one of those and I drove home yeah that's sometimes I don't really eat before long car rides and I don't uh plan to eat fast food ever but if I do, it's like a fry here or there to soak up what I drank the night before. I'm super down for it, man. I love it. It is so Dear good. Dear listener, we do you still eat fast food? I'm confident that if you are of our generation, you were kind of raised on it. Like what clicked? When did it click for you? Um, I told you in a previous episode that my brothers and I used to have to stand online hmm. at... Burger King because they gave you a two for one deal if you use the phrase the Whopper beats the Big Mac. So my mother sat in her car and sent three kids to get six sandwiches. Whopper beats the Big Mac. I don't remember any of that. I don't remember you telling it here. Maybe you told it to friends because I feel like I've been here for you this whole time. The whole time. I will. Sh- <laughs> I will share with you. Did you do it too? The Whopper. No, beats I the Big was Mac? together with friends yesterday. And I was reminded by my one friend who's told me this before. She and her son have developed the French fry scale because they rank and grade the French fries everywhere they go. I love that. And the highest that that they have had was a 9.68, and it was a McDonald's fry. Seriously? Yep. Yep. 9.68. And the only reason it wasn't a full 10 is because they said, I can imagine I can I can invent in my brain that somewhere in the universe There's a, a better, better fry a better fry exists, but it's slim. It's slim. So McDonald's it was the one. Texture. 
Oh yeah, no, this is a fast food fry scale. So they grade McDonald's fries against other McDonald's fries. It's not it's not all McDonald's fries always. There is no representative fry. It is the fry in my mouth at this moment. They rank each one so that you can go to McDonald's and have a and shitty get, fry. And get McDonald's fries that are a two, that are a five. I think the lowest they've ever had on the scale is a five. Well, because they're French fries and shut the fuck up. It's a potato in any form is at least a five. Do you have a favorite French fry? I fast can't food? really I can't really play, of course, and it's McDonald's, but I also can't really play favorites because that's like, do you have a favorite song? Do you have a favorite color? Child. You remember when I failed that test? I can't ever favorite anything. Of what, just anything. naming colors? I can't. I can't. What's, <laughs> yes, because I, I want them all it right now equally. Red Everybody and yellow equal. and green no and brown and scarlet and black and ochre and peach and ruby and Even the olive. way you're singing it is perfect because it's like there's it never goes up. It never goes down. <laughs> We're all horizontal on the scale and it's everything is equal. It's a potato. I will eat it. <laughs> Oh, I will happily French fries shame you. There is no problem. So with I think that. I think my husband's favorite French fry is from Red Robin because they're steak fries, and more so they're unlimited. So I'm super not interested in the steak fries. I gotta be honest. But I think he's interested in the unlimited fry. So that's that's fair. That's, that's his fair. favorite fry. That's fair. That's fair. And to do a steak fry properly, you need some technique. the The aging of the steak fry. Is such a is such a frequent error. They you have to eat them when they're piping hot. They have to be cooked just crisp so that they're still pillowy on the inside, Ooh, and pillowy. the outside has mm. that beautiful crunch to it. So they're not soggy and limp when you pick them up, and they've got to hold their own when you dip them into something or they're covered with something. Steam has to rise from it, and you have to go <laughs> as you put and it in your mouth. The longer they sit on the plate, they degrade themselves. They're they're a bit toast like in that the perfect toast really has a limited window. It's avocado. There's really only a limited window, and you it's so easy to overshoot it or under or cooking eggs. There are lots of things that are, they're precious because they only work in this tiny window. And I feel like that's bacon as well. Bacon is truly precious. It's difficult to get it right. And when, because when it's right, it's off the charts pristine. And then everything else is somewhere in like the low 80s. You know, and that's kind of, and it's still bacon. I'll still, I'll still take a bee bacon, right? I absolutely will. But when it's right, you have to kind of stop what you're doing and just, and just be in awe of this greasy pork moment. Stop what happening. you're doing because I'm about to ruin the bacon that you think you like to eat, sir. My God. <laughs> How? How are you not famous? So <laughs> I am just in very <laughs> tiny circles, <laughs> very tiny circles. <laughs> I have been watching the Olympics a little bit. I like I like seeing America win. I like uh maybe it's not so pageantry inspired because it's in a, you know, China and fuck China. Let's go out there. Oh, oh am I putting that on the bottom of the shirt? Fuck community, <laughs> fuck China. I think it goes on the sleeve. <laughs> okay, I see. Or maybe it's I like, see. you know how that you know how they have like the little tiny tiny logo that they put right at the center of the crew neck of the shirt in the front. So it's right dead center like where a necklace would be. Sure. They put tiny little words, do you know? Let's like, do fuck that. The patriarchy. Yeah, okay. Let's do perfect. that. Look for more shirts from us. Fuck you, China. We hate community. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I watched, I mean, I watched Sean White's last run and I was praying for greatness. Uh, did not happen. He's You know, out. I guess you're, I, I guess you're making the right point. I, it was 
on this morning. It was on last night. Hockey? Are you watching hockey? Yes. Curling? I won't. Curling, I wish I could have watched because at least that has the spectacle of what the fuck are these people <laughs> doing? And how am I so riveted in the backstory of a broom on a frozen lake? Right. That to me is the Olympic because it's a little bit like the quiz Olympics. Right. Because it's quizzical. All right. Hockey. Yeah. It was a bunch of poorly executed. It, it was it was just not good hockey. They were playing a lame game. They weren't doing it well. They were uh, honestly. I was like, guys, I'm not sure what I'm watching here. And there was no one in the stands and nothing happening. And then they would have breaks in the game. And the music they would play would be like, and it's like, what, what is happening? No, thank you. What's happening? Or they would play like, I don't know. They don't have like, dun, 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 dun playing you don't they have the jock missed, jams between they the just games. missed thank you and jock jams i was trying to pick a decade they would pick like i don't know something from the 40s in america like they just pick the wrong decade 70s yes 80s yes 90s to a certain degree yes like you just know what belongs in a stadium and they would play it and know. it was wrong and so you're sitting here listening to it like what is that and then when it was over there was nothing oh the camera didn't move it was a it was a locked off shot so technically, you're saying it's poorly executed. That's due to its location on the other side of the world from us. And it's just the time difference is too much to handle. The It occurred to me how much story and pageantry and attention and circus-like shift of focus occurs. And the m- relentless people in puffy down clothes sitting around a ring fire talking about the mother of the cousin of the person who is so grateful to be there and now we're crying and here's a dog and let's get a recipe like all that stupid shit that goes on that I kind of hate yeah that I kind of hate it it at least is is so baked into the experience that the sport itself it was there was two people skating on ice and I was not in I could care less who won or lost. Their faces didn't do it. It's not the days of Brian Boitano. It's not the days of... But it occurs to me that it wasn't for them either. It was all of the invented magic around them. Because if if pick any of these heroic events... I mean, do you believe in miracles? Yes. That was an exciting game. I'll say. Yeah, played by skilled skilled athletes that's not what I'm watching here so that's a big factor I'm not I'm not watching anything where I'm just in awe of the human body like I can remember the summer Olympics of of recent times where people were doing pole vaulting and all this crazy stuff even the basketball the the basketball you just look at them and you think this is the pinnacle of sport this is this is a human body doing something unthinkable in the in the highest sense you're like wow right but versus they're skating around in a circle, and this one wanted to go faster than the other one. And this one. I think she's going to pass they, her. Did they do it? I was Let's wrong. look up at the number because their faces don't belie whether anything occurred here. Um, that's know, not I, my I sport. I did watch the half pipe, which was kind of amazing. Some th- That to me is how you're getting to initiate spinning, kicking off of nothing. And ha- like to me, that is um, athletic at its athletics, the bravery. At its peak. And the, the bravery. bravery. I mean, even Sean White going, he's 36, even going before his last run, right? He, what's he thinking? Well, I'm looking at him thinking, you look like a before picture. You could be paralyzed after this. What you do on the everyday is 
really dangerous. So I would have thought he is so much older than thirty six. You're you're committed to that. You know it's real. Yeah. Hey Siri. I would have put him so much older. How old is Sean? So while White? she. What does Siri say? Thirty-five. He's going to oh be thirty-six. I still, yeah. I would have, I would have put him much older than that. So God bless him. He's just been a fixture, right? And for he's so long. amazing, and he has influenced everybody else who's out there right now, and everything they do is because of him. And he is really, I think people were calling Snow him sport. the goat. So like that's amazing how you've influenced. Oh I, yeah, I have no problem. Give it up, full props. But he's B- done bingo. so to me. Yeah. That's a spectacle worth watching. Uh, I agree, but you're also you're you're agreeing in the same way. You're watching someone do this crazy athlete. You know, it's a body moving through space in a way that is no one just else can do. Maybe a handful of people face can do. of it on the face of it. It is inspiring. You watch it and you think, how are you holding this little tiny sliver of wood and you're up spinning over your head and now you land and you make it look like, well, I could have done that if I went down the stairs the right way. I mean, it's just I can't I can't even and I think they make it look so easy. I think. I'm going to get out of bed this morning and I'm going to cry because my back hurts. Like, how are you right. younger than right. I am right. by minutes? All right. A lot. A lot of minutes. 525,000. Uh, I don't understand like how, <laughs> where did I go wrong? Did I stop stretching? I never stretched. Did I, did I never exercise? Is that why you know I, what? you know what, but let's not take this blame on ourselves. I, we got to blame somebody else. I didn't go wrong. The The community did it to me. Fuck the Fuck community. You, community. <laughs> Dear listener, are you watching these? Are you watching these games? Are you invested? <sighs> it's over before you know it. Although it's it's really not because it's really still still going on. Do you remember when we were watching TV when we were younger and they yes. had they had PSAs on TV? I mean, we had after school specials that told us yes, it's not brought okay. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Yes, I sure do. Right. I actually had to make some of those. When do you I was remember? At work. Do you remember when they used to have them that asked you that? Do you know where your children are? It's 8 p.m. Do you know where your children are? And, I sure do. And have you hugged your child today? I do. Do you remember do PSAs remember used to have to tell parents how to parent, how to what to do? <laughs> I feel like we need them now again. I don't know why you're hating on me. A, this. why ahead. did it stop? And <laughs> B, why didn't they listen? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Maybe it stopped because they didn't listen. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? I so. I took to that one, but we were kids, so putting those things out for us, that's great. To put them out for your parents during the nightly news of, hey, it's 8 o'clock. We're your fucking kids, bitch. <laughs> put your cigarette down. I learned it by watching you, okay? I learned it yeah. by watching you. They understood that our parents were limited, and they tried to do everything they could to help. You notice those ads are not out now. They're not. They're not. There's no, the PSAs now are the more you know. Let's all get psychiatric help. Let's not be bullies. Therapy that's is the mo- okay. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they're running now. It's really interesting to me. I know you, you put this on there because it's light and it's fun and I agree with it being light and fun. I also am acutely aware that I really did have to do these. I really did have to do PSAs. I was in advertising for a long time, creative director for a long time for a big agency. The reason PSAs exist is legally mandated because it's in response to media time, fair coverage. Back in the day, you had to, when you purchased enough, right, you had to also put out something for the public good. It's a public 
Right. It's the opposite of fuck community. Right. A public service. So you're required to do it. Paid for by the ad council. Well, it's really just paid for by the advertisers. So anyway, we had to do these things. And it's not like they gave us a topic. (laughs) Really? You have a a PSA. I'm sure some people have a topic. I'm sure this has changed. I'm an old broad. But back in the day, it's like, all right, what are we going to do now? Let's do this one. Right. Or somebody would just somebody. You know sat what? Kids are said, super neglected these days. Let's remind so parents to A, hilarious. look for them and B, if you find them, hug them. <laughs> what are we what are we promoting that everybody is going to like? Right. So how is this going to how is this going to work and benefit everybody equally? Mm, maybe you don't hate your kids. OK, great. Maybe how do we tell them how to do that? Ah, but we find super, them first before super. we don't hate them. <laughs> then it went to let's not do drugs. And now it's, can you maybe not be so crazy? What do you think? Let's normalize (laughs) therapy. Yes, that's what they are now. Paid for by the ad council. Sad. Aim, I have a game for you. Oh, God. I love games. Oh, you don't (laughs) sound like you love games. I love games. What's your game, Missy? I I want you to tell me if these celebrities went to college. Got it. And as an extra point for, like a point for... Yes or no, if you get it right. And an extra yes. point if you know if they went, what their major was. Now, are you going to be keeping score? Because math and me, we're not really You're not close. besties? You're- I have paper and pen. I can actually do it. But otherwise, I'm just going to focus on my quality of answers. Okay. I have me. like three screens going right now. So if you want to just do, do tick marks to say no, how many. I, will, I could do tick marks too. I have three no, no, screens no. and a pad of paper. So... Okay, so do you. I'm not going to do any math, but I will write down every time I get something Dear right, listener, dear Amy, feel- can you tell yes. me if you think Jessica Alba went to college? Oh, fuck. Let's see. I want to say yes, but I know it's probably no. Damn it. I don't know which answer that is. <laughs> I, I have to say no. She did not go to college. Yes. So that's one right for you. I felt like that was a trick. Give yourself she's like a, a billionaire because she's like a billionaire. Well, All that's right, the whole go. point of this. Okay, go. Um. Okay. Okay. Going. What about Connie Britton? I have no idea who that is, so I'll say yes. Connie Britton. She was in Friday Night Lights, the mom with the amazing hair. Yeah, she, I was going to say with the blonde hair. Yeah, with the red hair. Oh, then I don't know who she is. I still say yes. She was in. A, Okay, she did, uh, and she went to she went to Dartmouth. I am the king of all media, and I love Dartmouth. All right, yeah, I know you do. You tried to encourage. All right, Beyonce. She did not because that is why she wanted to do um, homecoming. She did not. She did not go to college. I am crushing this bitch. What about? I was just listening to Formation yesterday. What about really Jay Z? What about Jay Z? The husband. Jay Z. Well, now I feel like we're doing an either or thing. I'm going to go with not. He did not go to college. I am crushing the world and everyone is so excited. This is better than the Olympics. Okay, everybody's pulling for me. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm ready, I'm ready, I mean, I'm ready. I would let's ask go. you about Cole Sprouse, but do you know who Cole Sprouse is? No. Sounds like a bad air freshener scent. What are those twins who lived on a boat who had at sea some sweet something? life with Zach and Katie? Zach and Cody, yes, those are the ones. Um, he's one of those Zach or Cody's, but he uh, he did go to college. He went to NYU. I was gonna say yes. Do I put? Do I get credit for that? No, no. I okay. I got lost because you gave it away. I give it away. Give it away. Yeah. What about? Okay. Well, okay. 
All right, hold on. What about Whoopi Goldberg? Whoopi Goldberg. Fuck. I feel like at this point in the quiz, statistically, (laughs) I should say yes, but I feel like the answer is no. She did say no. You say no. She did not go to college. Correct. She did not go to college. Oh my god! I am the queen. Okay, next. Hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. What about Weird Al Yankovic? That's a yes, he did go. Yes. He did go. Oh my fucking God, I told you I'm amazing. I love myself. He he went to California Polytechnic State University (laughs) (laughs) in San Luis Obispo. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm so excited about my performance. I'm so excited. I told you I'm great to have on a team. All right. I'm getting ready to fuck it up. So let's go. (laughs) What about Katy Perry? She went for two years and dropped out. I say no. That's I'm making that up. I have no idea. I'm like, what no. are you talking about? Uh, she did not go to college. Oh, my God. Okay. All right, baby. That's seven in a row. She got her GED at 15 years old. Oh, oh, wow. I'm glad that she did that. Good for you, Kate. T. Perry. Do you know who Dolph Lundgren is before I... How, of course I fucking know who Dolph Lundgren is. And he absolutely did go to college and he's a PhD, I believe. He is. He's fucking... Br- oh my fucking He's fucking brilliant. Um, he not just a bachelor's degree, he has his master's degree in chemical engineering to get hit in the face by one of the dumbest humans in the world. I can't believe it. He also got a scholarship to do his PhD at MIT. Have some I'm letters, say, motherfucker. I'm trying have some letters and with those abs. Ooh, Dolph, bring it. Yeah, so my kids were like, Who's the guy in Aquaman who's under the water? Who's the king? And I'm like, <laughs> He's the guy from Russia who fought Rocky. And they're like, Russia? I'm like, I just have to interrupt. I just have to interrupt. I have to I have to interrupt. I'm so excited because later I'm going to a Super Bowl party and my dumb friend Jimmy, who I'm so mad at, is making a trivia contest. I'm mad at him for this reason. Because he was doing it, it was all football based. And I was like, that's stupid. I can't Nobody's play that. Gonna be, no one's going to play this. And it's going to be really. So then he started doing it like real, actual, hard trivia. And I was like, shit. So. It's going to be really hard. And now I'm going into it with my one, two, three, eight streak. Oh, you're going to kick ass tonight. I don't, I fear I'm not. You're going to kick ass it. tonight. Tonight's I'm your night. I'm starting to lose it. I'm starting to lose it. I'm starting to lose it. Okay, okay. Hillary Swank. Let's go. Hil- Fuck. Hillary Swank. Oh, Hills. I feel like she went after she became famous. So I'm going to say it's a ringer. 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 I'm going to say no. She did not go to college. <laughs> she actually dropped out of high school oh my god million dollar swank million dollars let's go what about chris rock oh chris what do we think i think he educated himself in the school of life he went to saturday night live high school so i'm gonna say no is that the school of hard knocks Yes, the hard rock school. The hard he went to hard, he, he went to <laughs> It's a hard wrist rock. Yes. Oh gross. He That's did a not porno. he did not go to college. You are I'm correct. I'm at number 10. Oh no, that's wait. 5 6 7 8 9. I'm at number 10. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I feel like I should quit. I feel like I should quit. Dear listeners, I'm too legit. I'm too legit to quit. Do you want her to quit? No, um, I can't quit. Gerard Butler. Oh, he's from Scotland. He is. So I, this one, this one's a 50-50, truly. 
Because I feel like the answer is no, he did not. But I'm going to I'm going to break my streak and say, yes, he went. He went to college. He did. Not only did he go to college. (laughs) All right, relax. I really have editing to do with your screaming. Relax. Um, He's he has a law degree. (laughs) Oh my god! I can't believe it. Of course he does. He has a law degree. Of course he does. Who will be defending you today? Uh, Gerard Butler. (laughs) (laughs) Not guilty. Yes. Not guilty at all. This case is thrown out into my bedroom. Yes. Um, what about, you know who Mr. Bean is? Yes, of course I do. Rowan of course Atkinson? I do. Yes, yes, Atkinson? yes. Did he go yes. to college? You're like, he's very slapsticky. <laughs> he's very. No, my inclination is to say yes, absolutely. But I'm also wondering when he's been famous for so long. It's also plausible that he would have jumped right into his career and from the eighth grade. It. Like when? Uh, my heart tells me no, but I'm going to say yes. He went to college. He sure yes. did. He went to Newcastle oh University. He sure did. What about? Oh my god! What about Leonardo DiCaprio? Leo, I think Leo, I called him as I kicked him out not. of bed. I think he did not. I'm gonna. That's a total guess as a no. That he did not go to college. That's my. That's that's where I lost it all. As I said, no on Leo. He dropped out of high school his junior year, but eventually got his GED. He did not go to college. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe. Now I'm starting to get twitchy about jinxing. Okay. Here's a confidence builder for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. Jessica Simpson. And Why is that a confidence builder? I have no way to go on this one. Uh, you, you think I'm supposed to know? Chicken of the sea. Is it chicken or is it fish? That's Jessica Simpson. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I have to say no based on the setup there, but I feel like it's irrelevant. I say no. She did not go to college. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God almighty. What about The Rock? The Rock did not. He actually dropped out of high school. He, he went to the University of Miami and was uh, has a degree in forensic science. I think that happened later. How about Will Ferrell? <laughs> oh, Will went to uh, USC. He sure That's did. Look at you having actual information before <laughs> all of your guesses were correct. And now you have actual information. Lionel uh, Richie. Lionel. Lionel. Mr. Lionel's a no. That's a no. That's a no. That's a no. I love him. He just makes me happy. And it's a yes. Hello. He did get a degree in economics from Tuskegee University. Very nice. He had a scholarship going there for tennis. Well done you. Didn't see. He's th- too tall for tennis. Didn't Come see on. that coming. No, you can't play tennis. Stop it. That's not going to work. David Spade. Oh, that little twerp. Yes. He went to Arizona State University with a degree in business. Yeah, I bet he did. Look, how many friends do you have that are lawyers that have not used that law degree? Uh, you went through hell to get that degree and now... Mm. Honestly, almost all of the lawyers who I know personally yeah. are still lawyering. It is more likely oh. that I know doctors who are not doctoring. And to really? me, that is insane. And it's not because of COVID. They just had, because they're female, they just had life circumstances. And to f- be completely blunt, 
if you are out of the workforce for any legitimate length of time, three years, you might as well get a new degree because you, can't go back, because you have to, because it it is continual learning. You don't just go and become a doctor and then we're still using the same things we learned in 1950. Like you have to basically educate yourself constantly. So Well, that's kind of how I feel about my third act and going back to something. Like I'm not going to get my own classroom from here on in teaching. Like I, I really do have to carve out because it's not the same. There's Act 48, which is everything between when I got my degree and now. Like there's just so much more. Do you fundamentally believe that teaching has changed so dramatically that you would not be capable or qualified? I think that it has changed dramatically the way you need to teach. I mean, right now, from when I was teaching in the beginning to right now, you had maybe two or three IEPs throughout your 40 student, 36 student class. Sure. And that's a big class because I taught in a very poor neighborhood. Now, they're out of the probably 26 students who are now in a class, you probably have about 19, 20 different IEPs. So for you to hit everybody's specialized learning plans and for you to can't say this, have to say that, you have to teach it in this way. Yeah. I mean, I went to school to learn how to teach math. And when my kids were learning math, I'm like, here we go. I trained for this. They're like, that's not how you do it. Come again? That really helps me understand so much more about the crisis in the teaching industry, career, whatever you call it, profession is the word I was searching for, because they're leaving in droves. The great resignation is happening across all industries, and there's lots of reasons for it. But in teaching, it's epidemic proportions. And I didn't believe that it was just because this job is hard. I didn't believe that it was just because the actual demands of COVID. I was trying to list them off, psychosocial, you know, practical. All of the demands of COVID are just so hard. Those things are true in every profession. All careers, In all careers. And they are are harder or easier in all careers. Some people actually got a bump and got a lift because of these things, right? So I get it. And I sort of was thinking, it is, it was always hard. It is harder. And the ways that it got harder made it exponentially harder. But is that really a reason to exit? And I think the thing that you just hit on is the thing, which is you're not a teacher anymore. You have to be a curriculum specialist times X number of students in your classroom. And that's not reasonable. Eight kids will get it the way it's always been taught. Eight kids will get it the same way. Well, this one's a kinetic learner, so I can't teach you math by putting it on the board. I have to hand you a bag of M&Ms. Oh, what do you mean you ate the M&Ms? Stop eating the M&Ms. I'm going to laugh. Why does he get M&Ms? M&Ms? I mean, with all of those kids, they each have a different learning style. If you can get grouped together, three of them with the same, that'll be easier for different things. But so many challenges before you even have the topics that now are at school board meetings that people are fighting over, right? Yeah, it seems so ridiculous that that can be mandated and, and practical. It just seems ridiculous if you need something that customized and specialized then it it seems to me that you need to have an aid assigned to you or you you need to you need to have some sort of mechanism whereby you're served and you get what you need but that doesn't mean that the entire classroom has to somehow accommodate 
everyone simultaneously. It's not possible. But versus, it's the law that you no, do but, have to accommodate in a well, least restrictive environment. That's the law for teaching. In the least restrictive yeah. environment also has to include in our democratic society the largest possible good, I would think. I'm, I'm all for differentiated learning. I want these kids to get what they need. And I think it's exciting to be able to identify this, these are the optimum conditions for this particular learning style. But I also feel from a system standpoint, this is a false response. There's no way that altering the system in this way is going to fix it. I think it would be, there's just a, there's just a better approach. And I feel like every time in education, there's a better approach. It somehow gets blown up with a giant bomb. It makes me really fucking sad. I pay an astronomical amount in private tuition to address these problems. And I work really hard and I am grateful every day for the luck and the affluence that came to me as a consequence of my hard work and for no reason at all. I accept both, right? I want that for everybody, but I got to tell you, I got to tell you, there's got to be a better way, United States government. I mean, how many things can they fuck up? They fuck up healthcare. They fuck up education. They fuck up. Well, I don't think the answer is what you're seeing now where states are passing laws that are involving parents in choosing curriculum. <laughs> Most parents are fucking morons, it was especially bad enough in the- when they had the boards picking the textbooks for fuck's sake. God, especially in education like the, you do not parents do not belong in in deciding curriculum like I don't want my child to feel guilty because he's white. Okay, then your child missed the whole point of this <laughs> curriculum lesson. It's it's not at all the purpose. And oh, call me man. a snowflake again. I don't understand how Mallory is current. My daughter is currently reading Beloved. In, oh, yeah. Good for her. Because right? in some places you don't even get to. Yeah. In her AP lit class. And she's like, well, I've never discussed sodomy in class before. And I'm like, well. It's a toe tapper, friend. <laughs> I said, who chose this book? Not because it's not appropriate, but because it's incredibly heavy and weighted. That's redundant. But nonetheless, it, okay, I hope he does it right. You know how? And they did it in a literary circle. So these are 17, 18-year-old kids staring at each other's half faces talking about you know, rape and slavery and killing it, like all of these things. I said, does anybody in your class feel the weight of being white and and what you what you've done? She's like, well, I don't think we've done it. And it's important to know. It's important to understand what happened. And I'm like, I love you so much. <laughs> I just well, I gotta flip. So I gotta flip it around every time I hear the weight of what you've done because that doesn't that doesn't ring the bell. It doesn't it doesn't bring anything to my doorstep. And I don't think that's fair either. So I love to spin it around for myself just to help me stay grounded in it. I do want to feel the weight of what I've received. I want to feel that because the system is imbalanced in my favor. And it's so easy to forget and overlook that. I didn't do it. I didn't set this shit up. But guess what? You're so rare. You are the unicorn. I did get a fucking head start. And that's how I try to make the boys feel about it. And this is hard-fought knowledge because... When they say, but I didn't do it, but this, but this, and I'm not classist and sexist and racist and all these things. And I'm like, no, but guess what? You still got, you know, a lighter backpack and a whole long head start and you can't pretend you didn't. Benefited from a system that that persecuted others. And is continuing to. So So at the same time, I don't want you to feel bad about it. I want you to acknowledge that you got something that you deserved no more or less than the people who didn't get it. 
It Sweet is, boy, you it can is, go running right. at night in a hoodie and nobody's going to shoot It is blue eyes, brown you. eyes, man. Yes, you know what is. I mean? Tomorrow yeah. they're coming for you. So it's we're all in the soup together. The fact that, you know, your soup has croutons and nice seasonings in it congratulations that doesn't that doesn't mean that and you somebody else is it. eating stone soup yeah yeah, yeah. so which anyway is one of my so it's it's tough it's tough it's tough and i know these are heavy topics which your eyeballs always get big when we talk about heavy topics on here but you know people do stupid shit in this society and you gotta you gotta learn from which it. is Pay why attention. you don't include the entire society in choosing the curriculum Thank for you. the next generation <laughs> fuck community I, I resort fuck, back fuck community i mean i gotta say fuck community because it's hard there is no one solution for everybody but i still i'm still on team can't we all get along fuck community fuck community (laughs) exercise education fuck community yeah um you you had on on the board for today and we might push it to next week the bad marriage scale yeah i feel like we should probably why don't look at the time let's definitely push that i'm that one scares me anyway that's more like the french fry scale we can get into it and you can, you can, we can, I don't want to get into it. I wasn't asked, but I'm going to volunteer. I feel like Five Guys has the best French fries around. All right, let's, let's break this If down. I were forced at gunpoint to eat fast food, I want to be able to have a double cheeseburger from Five Guys with the bag grease, like translucent bag of French fries, which they give you in a container, and then they pour all the extras right into. The, I'm drooling right now. All the I give extras that into meal. I give that meal an eight point nine. I give that full meal an eight point nine. I do. And I give their the fries. burgers are good. Yep. Their fries are banging. They're just salt. They're oh, they're so. Those good. fries are contextually dependent. I have to be in the mood for those fries, and then they really get a higher. So there, there's a relativity score for them because they are a type. And they are, to me, they are not classic enough that they could ever be, they could be the best of their type at Five Guys, but that type could never be the best of fry because it includes a little bit of the skin on the outside, on the fry. So I feel about the McDonald's ones, they're not potato really. They're potato adjacent. So if you're not eating, I like it because it's potato and that's why I go for Five Guys, but the McDonald's is kind of like, here's the grease and shell. The texture is perfect. The salt to to body ratio on that potato, that's great. That's fine. I accept that. That's not really a potato for me. There's well, really, they're just, but it's the style. See, a McDonald's French fry is a homogenized, Americanized, watered-down version of a Belgian street fry, which to Julius. me, which to me is super high up there. You know, it's got that crisp exterior. It still has some of the, the clingy... Um, oh my God! Fattiness I on the outside. Need fucking fries today. The salt, and then I want to. I want to. I want to plunge that into some garlic mayonnaise, right, and lift it so that it's still hot and greasy and salty, and then you get that creamy, tangy zip of the garlic all in one with the mayo in there. And now you're holding like a newspaper cone that still gets those little marks on. Like it's an experience. It's the whole thing. I sat next to you in Toronto when we had poutine. (laughs) Oh yes, 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 yes. That was the way to slather potato in gravy and truffle. And that's closer to like a nachos situation because now you're talking about the melange of the flavors all together and you're starting with something closer to a Red Robin's fry and you're covering it with happiness and joy. Everything, yes. I don't know if you're going to call this episode Fuck Community or the best 
French fry. I don't know. My, um, my greasy stomach. <laughs> I can't I can't hold on to that I can't uh I, I can't fries. keep that up I it's not good for me it's not healthy for me and yet I fully embrace it and I'm yet down. you could on the road have a greasy breakfast and sit on a lacrosse field for seven hours waiting between games and I don't understand your innards I they make drink, no sense to me I can drink the turbo coffees too after that breakfast and, and not the, blow out and not blow out. And frankly, I, I get I get jittery. I get to the point where I'm very tweaky caffeine. and I super, super have organized the trunk of that car. But beyond that, it's like, <laughs> it's like, we I are like on time to, for the next game. Yeah. I'd like you to have your nitro <laughs> coffee and come hang out in my pantry for a little while. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I've got devil dogs and Twinkies for you if you're interested. I'm super excited. Oh, how delightful that sounds. So now, dear listener, you know it is Sunday for us, and today is the Super Bowl. Are you you're going to your trivia contest at Jimmy's? I'm going to the trivia contest. We've relocated it from Jimmy's because Jimmy is, I'm surprised to say this, a cord cutter. And he said that he's super dissatisfied with any time you have to watch something that is streaming because it's just not there yet. The stuff hasn't caught up. So he doesn't feel comfortable having us all because the game itself might not show up on his device. So we've moved it to another house and there's chicken wings and all this kind of stuff. And I got to tell you, there's a little drama already happening around the what can I bring? There's always drama around the what can I bring? Yeah. For me. Seven layer dip. Because I want to bring the right thing that will be well received and put a smile on people's faces that I also want to make, that I also want to eat that's a lot. And that is not an imposition on any of those prior categories. On anyone. On them, on me, on the right. menu. Like all so of it. It's a lot. I saw this I saw this recipe that I wanted to make and bring because tonight I am going to a, a friend's house. It's just the two of them and the two of us because Melissa can't handle more people yet. So um and they are both like N ninety fives at their jobs, so because they have to. Anyway, so um I saw you take the croissant Pillsbury unbaked thingers. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And you chop up, chop in broccoli. You chop up broccoli and yummy, like fresh shredded cheese and some cream cheese. And then you mix that all together. And then you put it in. In roll style. In your pillow, in your pillowy. And you take (laughs) your triangle and you make it a pillowy puff. And you put it in the oven for 12 minutes. And it is a, it is a. Broccoli cheddar puff. I'm, <gasps> down, I'm here for it. And I would also tell you that before you put it in, I want you to take some of that shredded cheese and, and shred some on the top so it gets a nice crunchy, brubbly. Instead, could I paint it with a little bit of egg and put some just fresh Parmesan all over I the top? I would not use the egg only because it's a totally different type. You can absolutely do exactly what you said, and it's great. What I also love to do, especially with crescent roll dough, is I would take a little melted bu- bu- butter, oh and, butter and, put and that mozzarella, okay, and, and and equal take the mozzarella and make it. Um, or excuse me, you were gonna use you were gonna use parmesan. Either way, I would also include just a little hit 
of some salt. Of, do you have large flake salt of any kind? Do you have yeah. kosher salt yep, yep. in your house? Perfect. Yep, yep. So use that and just a little bit of dusting. If you've ever had biscuits where yeah. the top has been buttered yeah. and salted, yeah. you're going to mm. do that with mm. these. Okay. You're going to do that. So it's, it works on top like a dust instead so of a So I cheese. have that plan, right? Mm-hmm. I have yes. that plan. And then what do I bring? Well, my husband's not going to eat it because he's not eating carbs and that joy he's not going to eat. And I don't think the other husband is eating stuff like that. So out of the four of us, I'm making that for two people. Mm-mm. I could just make a sheet of brownies and call it a day. Well, as long as you're going to bring something they're not going to eat, might as well be brownies. That I'll eat all. like I'll, mm, And I don't mind leaving it there. I want to eat all of those broccoli cheddar. I'm going to go do that right now. Well, I'll tell you the truth. I That part of the drama is that I was... I was beginning to get a little excited about bringing a ho hum dish that I haven't made in a while, but I was I was gonna I was gonna amp it up and make it really really special. And the ho hum dish is a handheld Caesar salad. So to make a handheld Caesar salad, picture a head of romaine lettuce, where if mm-hmm. you stood it on its core end and the leaves mm-hmm. are straight up. Now mm-hmm. picture if vertically you cut that in fours. So yep. that's, or even eights, Go so ahead. that you've got these long wedges that are held yep. together kind of at the base. And of course you cut off the stalk at the bottom, but the core at the bottom, but you've got these little, little, boats. um, little boats, like little yep. cups or little boats. And that's how you serve it. So you can, at that point go super simple and just get Caesar salad dressing, just get store-bought croutons, just get bacon crumbles. If that's where you're going, just get Parmesan and on top of the whole thing, lay them on a platter, you're done. They're very easy to eat because you can put them on a plate or you can just walk around eating that shit yep, in your yep. hand, crack pepper. It's a delight. And it's on the healthy side of things, comparatively. Yeah. So, of course, I'm ready to go buy the anchovies and oil nope. and French bread that are making the homemade croutons and use, you know, oven crisp prosciutto and the whole fucking thing, right? And then I look at this, hey... Here's some things that, you know, we're taking, you know, here's some things that you guys can bring to fill in. And I know that among our number, we've got a salad gal. And I can guarantee that whether she raises her hand for salad or not, she's going to fucking make a salad. And I know that our hostess is going to fucking make a salad. So. So what are you going to bring now? I don't We'll probably bring a charcuterie platter. We always fucking bring a charcuterie platter and I'm just bored with it. But everybody loves that. And I do it really well. If I if I do say we we do it better than most restaurants. So I I don't prefer to do it, but I love it when we've done it because I get to eat it and I know it has all the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the best. Everybody. I don't loves want anybody. It. I'm not going to make slutty brownies if you're coming for fuck's sake. I know that's where what my... she said for me to bring. Like maybe I should bring slutty brownies. And slutty I thought, brownies for are the your four char- of us? slutty brownies are are your charcuterie platter. At a certain point, when you do something so much better than everybody else, you're in a tiny little hole, and it's kind of like okay. I'd like I to get, get out of my hole. I get it. Do you want to do a quick thirty seconds of Amy before I'm here going for out? You. Go. All right, Amy. Yes. Let me put my timer on. I gotta get. I gotta get my timer on. Okay. Get timer. Do, do you think? Do you stop watch? All right. You have 30 seconds to tell me yeah. as many as you can think of. Ready? Mm-hmm. Disney princesses. Do you have to say go or I'm already go. going? Moana, go. <clears throat> Cinderella, Jasmine, Belle, uh, the Pocahontas. <laughs> Uh, Sheila. Well, who? 
the one under the sea. Her name is Little Mermaid. She's got red hair and wears a slutty outfit. Um, also, Chipper, Zingo, Betty. Stop. Frida. Stop. <laughs> Chipper's my favorite. Oh, my God. <laughs> Was that 30? Did I get 30 and 30? Ariel. Oh, right. I said her. I said her. (laughs) You got six. (laughs) You got six, but some of them were unexpected. Really? Why? I don't know. I didn't see Moana coming out on top. I mean. What? Who are who's left? They don't get very many of them. Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. I said Uh, Cinderella. Yeah, you had one. Uh, Sleeping Beauty, um, Snow White. Oh, those old bitches. Right. (laughs) I'm sorry. Then there's going into Brave. What's her name? Um, oh, I like her. The one with all the crazy hair from Scotland. Yes. They're, her name. Mar- 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 Will, mm-hmm. of the, Will of the Wisp. Get a comb. Her. Yeah. <laughs> get a comb. Right. I wonder how many people think that when they pass me on the streets. Woman, get a comb. Uh, dear listener, if you have topics for Amy, we would love to hear them. If you think fuck the community. We would love We're to hear here from you. you. You're, You're gonna, our people. You, we got a boy. Do we have a shirt for you? Boy, boy, do we. Um, to Super Bowl tonight, I'm wearing my be kind of a bitch long sleeve tonight because that's, that's kind of how I feel. Please write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Brilliant Observations or Brill Ob Squad. Or you can even find us on Twitter and Instagram at Listen Brilliant because you are and we have been so thanks for playing with us and come see us again we love you bye